Hello, and welcome to the Killer Cuties podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Cassidy, and I've seen almost every horror movie out there. And I'm KD, and before we started, I'd seen almost none of them. So join us each week as I attempt to make a horror fan out of KD. As a warning, we will be discussing spoilers and some uncomfortable topics that may be in the plots, so feel free to check out the film on DoesTheDogDie.com first to check for any triggers before listening. We are so excited. Today is our 50th episode of Killer Cuties. We've got our guest star Steph here from the Chasing Childhood podcast, and she's chosen the movie for today, a seasonal special, Krampus. Let's get spooky. Yes, we are so excited to have Steph here from Chasing Childhood. Steph, we'd love for you to introduce yourself, tell the people where to listen to Chasing Childhood. Hey, yeah, super excited to be here. You can listen to Chasing Childhood on Spotify, Apple Music, basically anywhere you can get your podcasts. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, at Chasing Childhood Podcast. And I think on Facebook is just Chasing Childhood. So you can find us there. Yay. Go listen. Go listen. (laughs) (laughs) This is a threat. (laughs) She's serious too. (laughs) I am. Yeah. Um, okay, so before we kick off, kick off on the uh, the movie that Steph actually chose, uh, we wanted to ask you a couple questions. You know, get your vibes on the horror sphere, since we know you know you're another horror girly like us. So, what <laughs> not is... willingly, <laughs> Cassidy forced this life upon me. <laughs> That's honestly, kind of what I do. Yeah, <laughs> That's how this podcast podcast started. It's like, oh, Katie, you don't watch horror movies? You do now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What is your favorite horror movie of all time? My favorite horror movie of all time is The Blair Witch Project. Oh, hell yeah. Our first episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was really excited when you guys did it. And I was like, listening to that right now. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry if you shit on it at all. No, it's fine. I think I first watched it when like, the uh what is it paranormal activity started dropping so like that genre was getting you know revamped and becoming popular again so I already knew that it was fake so I think I like lost some of the like scare factor in knowing that it wasn't real so I just like it I think it's like vibes and it takes place um in Maryland where I live so it kind of adds to the to the suspense I love that yeah found footage is one of my favorites oh yeah. yeah totally um what movie got you into horror even if it it's not Blair Witch, what movie got you into it? The first movie I think I ever watched was The Sixth Sense. So another Tony Collette Ooh. movie was, yeah, this movie, obviously <laughs> Krampus has Tony Collette, our horror queen. But yeah, I, that was the first one I watched. And that was actually really scary to me as a kid. And watching it now, I'm like, okay, less scary. But at the time I was like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen in my whole life. And I don't want to watch horror again. And then I grew up and I was like, actually, that was kind of fun. Let's do it again. And now here I am. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like there's always like a a section of your life where you're kind of like, maybe I actually hate horror movies. Yeah. And then you just expose your therapy yourself. And like, yeah. <laughs> you like yes. force it upon yourself. Yeah, exactly. or I force it upon you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's a, are there any that you just absolutely hate? Oh, absolutely hate. The later Saw movies, and you and I have talked about this. Cassidy showed me all of the Saw movies and I only like the first three because they're the only ones with an actual cohesive plot. And after that, they just become like horror porn and like gore porn. And I don't love that. Yeah, that's fair. 
You should yeah. absolutely watch Saw X though. Just I was I was just gonna I was just gonna ask if you seen the tenth one. I have not because I watch all of them with Cassidy and I don't live near her anymore, so I can't just uh, like lay on her couch and watch them. Yeah, Bad. that is. Oh uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to visit you. Yeah, come over. <laughs> um, do you have a favorite and least favorite genre of horror? Ooh. Not gore porn, obviously. No, yeah, it's not even that I like. I'm afraid of gore porn. I just think it's like gratuitous. I think my yeah. actual least favorite are like possession movies. I I've never mm. seen The Exorcist because I just don't like the idea of like, why are you in here? Like, you don't want to <laughs> share a body with me. Like, it's not a good time. So, <laughs> um, so I don't like those. I think my favorites though are like, and they're the scariest ones. Are like the home break-in ones and like the ones that are actually like real life scary. I I like those because I actually feel afraid. Yeah. She's just like me for real, for real. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Polar opposite of me, just yeah. like Cassidy. <laughs> I, I was talking about how scary like The Strangers was when I first watched it. And so Katie's scary. like, this isn't this isn't horror. This is crime. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's <laughs> why it's scary. It's got the scariest line of all time. It's oh so God. scary. But so my thought process there is like I could stab an intruder. What am I gonna do if a ghost is in my house? But you're not gonna stab the intruder. You're gonna stab Glenn from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole point. Oh, not Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor Dennis. Oh. Um, <laughs> Are there any horror movies that you haven't seen yet, but you're really excited to watch? Oh, good question. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of campy horror movies that I haven't seen that people keep telling me about that I really want to watch. I do enjoy like a good, silly, like zombievers and those types of movies. So I do want to see some of those. Um, I actually just recently watched Parasite for the first time. I hadn't watched that before. Oh my God. Iconic. I know. I know. That's like- a list of movies I think everybody should see <laughs> totally yeah I that's a so that would have been mine if I hadn't just watched it like three weeks ago so <laughs> fair. fair enough yeah I Steph and I went to Vegas once and we were like should we go out and I was like or we could stay in and watch Zombievers and then I made her and her husband do that and Steph was thrilled I think her husband was a little bit not as thrilled (laughs) (laughs) I think he'd like it on a rewatch we should make him watch it again (laughs) I think we should make him rewatch it multiple times (laughs) (sighs) all right um well thank you so much we're so excited to have you um and we're really excited to talk about Krampus which you picked um perfect timing tis the season um but yeah um shall I kick us off with a with a quick summary please do yes okay um, it's as quick as I could make it. Um, okay. So Tom and Sarah, their kids, Beth and Max and grandma Omi are preparing for the arrival of Sarah's sister, Linda and her family for Christmas. Linda, Howard, Howie Jr., Stevie, Jordan, baby Chrissy and Dorothy and their dog Rosie <laughs> arrive immediately causing tension with their lack of manners and lack of Christmas spirit. It ultimately causes Max to lash out, wishing that his whole family would be gone and that Christmas would be over tears up a letter meant for Santa and throws it out his window. Later that evening, a severe blizzard arrives and Beth ventures out to check on her boyfriend and the local area where she sees a large horned creature and is attacked by a jack-in-the-box. 
She does not return home, sparking Tom and Howard to initiate a recon mission where they discover Beth's boyfriend's house destroyed and eerie clues pointing to a monster attack. They return home to fortify the house, but one by one, the family is attacked by holiday characters like sentient gingerbread men and elves. During the carnage, Omi explains that the creature hunting them is Krampus, a demon who punishes those who lose the Christmas spirit and that she encountered Krampus as a child during the war in Europe. Krampus and his helpers dragged everyone except her to hell, leaving behind a bell-shaped bobble with his name on it. When Max is the only remaining survivor, he meets Krampus and receives his bell-shaped bobble, ultimately realizing Omi's story is true. He offers himself as a sacrifice in a desperate attempt to save his family, but Krampus throws him into the fiery pits of hell as well. But Max then wakes up on Christmas morning, his family alive and well as they celebrate the holiday. As the camera zooms out to reveal that they've been trapped in a magical snow globe like hundreds of other families in none other than Krampus's workshop. That's it. That Krampus. <laughs> Tony Collette, kind of unlucky with like fireplaces and attics, huh? Yeah. No. <laughs> I thought the same. <laughs> Not a good track record for her. <laughs> I'm pretending like I know what you're talking about. You should, because I'm talking about Hereditary and you've already watched that. <laughs> oh, you're right, you're right. Okay, you're right, you're right. You're right. Uh, um, but... She's just kind of unlucky in a lot of the movies that she's in. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you're in horror movies, you know? Yeah. Um, so why, what, what made you pick this movie? I mean, you were just talking about how you wanted to watch campy or movies and this is kind of campy. So it is very campy. I've never seen it. And I knew it was a Christmas movie, like a Christmas horror movie. And I was like, okay, well, I know the 50th episode is going to be around Christmas. So I was like, let's do it. And I remember when this came out that people just panned this, they hated it. And so I was like, oh, this is going to be a time and we should watch it together. So that, that was my primary motivation was I had a feeling it was going to be bad. And I mm. really wanted to make sure that we watched it together to solidify that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was definitely panned. I think it's like gained a little bit more. Like, I think now it's like, it is fresh on Rotten Tomatoes for the critic score, but like barely. <laughs> Yeah, I saw on Reddit, some people said that they watch this every year. Like, this is a Christmas movie that their family just watches because they don't find it very scary. Yeah, I Go ahead. No, you, please. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, we did one other Christmas episode. Um, mm-hmm. I forget. Was it Black Friday? Black what? Christmas. Black Christmas, Black Christmas, Black Christmas. <laughs> uh, we also watched Black Friday, but not for the podcast. And that was terrible. Yeah. Um, but um, I I was like wanting sentient gingerbread going around <laughs> killing people with nail guns. Like that's exactly what I asked for. Not exactly, not word for word. But um, <laughs> so this like delivered. It is exactly what I wanted. I'm, thank you so much for picking this movie. <laughs> <laughs> You're so welcome. <laughs> yeah, I do. I think it's, it it, it is kind of like a starter movie though. It's not that scary. It's kind of hard to be scared when like, Seth Green playing a gingerbread man is trying to kill people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I feel like the toys and all the like little creatures that came to life were like just not terrifying. Like they were so animated and fun 
It was like the, I think of the scene when like Tony Collette is in the fireplace and the gingerbread like yells back at her. And I was like, that's hilarious. Like it's hard to be afraid when you're getting screamed at by a tiny little like four inch cookie. <laughs> and her, her look of sheer like Tony Collette terror mm-hmm. is just like iconic and perfect in that scene. I love that she plays it so straight too. Like she doesn't yeah. even, oh, yeah. she doesn't even give an inch. She's like, this mm-hmm. is the most horrifying thing I've ever seen in my whole yes. life. Exactly. Yes, she. Her acting is no different than it was in Hereditary. (laughs) (laughs) So true. (laughs) The speaking of the Rotten Tomato score, the audience score I think is like pretty split down the middle, like fifty-fifty. People hate it. People love it. Yeah, I think the people who love it are the people that went into it knowing it's the same guy that did Trick or Treat. You go into it knowing that it's him. Like, you know, it's going to be a really fun time. It's going to have like beard looking puppets <laughs> and it's just going to be a romp. And then the other 50% are like, what the fuck am I watching? Yeah. And they don't appreciate it, which is rude. But that is fair though. And I think a lot of the times there's certain, I, it's, it's mostly like campy horror like this that a lot of the times does get rotten scores. Like, Jennifer's body like <laughs> right I'm sorry on that's a work of cinema that is <laughs> sick I'm sick literally art so it's crazy <laughs> to me so sometimes it just doesn't it just doesn't hit but yeah we did do an episode on trick-or-treat around Halloween and I thought it was funny because we released that episode on October 24th and literally the next day they said oh the sequel's in development so we we missed the train on that, but we can talk about it now. <laughs> did you miss the train or are you prophets, your oracles? You knew it was coming. That's true, because we did talk about wanting a sequel. We were like, oh, it's been in development hell for like 10 years. I, I wish it would happen. And then the next day. You manifested it. You're welcome, Michael Doherty. <laughs> <laughs> I think luckily for, uh, well, luckily for some of us, um, that movie, he has committed to, making R. Yeah. Krampus was PG-13. And I think it's one of our first, if not the first PG-13 movie. We've definitely done other PG-13 movies. Because okay. I've talked about how, oh, this would be better if it wasn't. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's true. That's true, yeah. Well, yeah, I think um, Megan's a good example. Is Megan PG-13? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, because remember, I was like, I really hope the sequel is R because they wanted it to be R and then the studios were like, oh, wide release, you know, you want it to be as marketable as possible. <sighs> and Give I just, are I want cowards. Megan absolutely destroying people. <laughs> Wait, it was R or it, it should have been? It wasn't. R. It should have been. been. They it were cowards. Okay. okay. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Hmm. That's honestly kind of this movie, too, though. They uh, had issues getting greenlit. And so then they, until they, agreed to make it pg-13 that's when the studio was like okay we'll do it yeah it's hard to make christmas movies horror um because of the the christians (laughs) (laughs) it is a it is a holiday that people don't really like when you make it horror I personally like I, it when it's horror. Yeah, I was going to say, I would have liked if this movie was darker. I think I would have liked if it was scarier. Yeah. yeah. I think so. if they had just like pushed it, honestly, almost like either way, a little bit more, it would have been like 
really, really good. Like if it had been a little bit more over the top campy, even with like more over the top camp gore. Yeah. Or if it had been a little bit more scary, it would have been. Yeah. Higher. It's hard when you have to ride that line because that's kind of where you get to the point of like, people don't know how to take the movie. Tyler, my husband, he was watching with me like during parts of it. He goes, what is the tone of this movie? Like, I don't (laughs) understand. He's like, is it supposed to be funny or is it supposed to be scary? And I was like, they're riding some middle line right now. And I don't know that they're doing a great job of it, but I agree. It should have been funnier or it should have been scarier. And I think it would have been easier to like pick up on. Yeah. 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 I mean, it doesn't really help when you have Tony Collette going balls to the wall scary, and then you have Adam the guy from Community as her husband. <laughs> you mean Parks and Rec? That's what I meant. That's what I meant. Sorry. It's like, where one was the... Joel McHale? <laughs> one of the mockumentary shows, you know what I mean? Yes. It's so funny, too, because she really was giving it everything. And there was a whole part where the brother-in-law gets, like, dragged out the window by the creepy elves. And he gave nothing. He was like, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, well, (laughs) literally just like Was there for a fun time. (laughs) Yes. Usually is. Oh, yeah. And I think it's funny, too, because the storyboard artist was drawing David Keckner as the uncle before he was even cast. (laughs) like he was like this is who it's gonna be (laughs) yeah sure that's adorable I'm bummed because the what's his name the guy from Parks and Rec uh Adam Scott yes Adam Scott is a very good like dramatic actor he's very good so there was no reason for him to not I mean he couldn't match Tony (laughs) yeah but at least like commit to the bit he gave it his all for most of it. It was just like some scenes. I was like, oh, you were so sick of this movie when you got to this point of filming. <laughs> like you were done. <laughs> I kind of liked watching him in some scenes where he was in the background. Like there's one scene where Tony Collette's like telling her daughter that she needs to go have girl time with the other cousins who were like basically raised like their dad wanted boys. And he's just in the background, like watching the two girls wrestle. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's Adam Scott. That is not yeah. the character in this movie. Yeah. That's his genuine reaction. To yes. This. Oh, God. Um, also, okay, I don't have a kid, but Katie does and Steph is going to. So would you let them out by themselves in the middle of a whiteout blizzard? Because I grew up in Colorado and we were not allowed to go out if it was a blizzard. Like there were people who died in their driveways because they would get lost because it's a whiteout. So like, you just don't do that. No, our blizzards are really bad. And yeah. when we've had them and no, 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 no. Like you, if you went anywhere in a blizzard, you went with a group of people. Like it yes. was the freaking Donner party. Like you just, <laughs> you went, you went with the group. <laughs> you were going to re- reenact the Dyatlov Pass incident like together. <laughs> I'm trying to think of how many of these I can include. Um, <laughs> keep going, keep going. Yeah, yeah. But no, you would never go by yourself and nobody would let you go by yourself. It's just too dangerous. Yeah, that's why I was so confused when I guess Katie lives in Arizona, so that you I've never don't seen know. snow. But <laughs> <laughs> but like that, I just even down the street, like even down the street by yourself, like I just don't see it. Like I feel like your parent would like walk you there and then walk back. So yeah. that part I was like, mm, I get it, it's for the plot, but no. What's no. what the- stuck out to me was she was not wearing clothes. 
Yeah, she wasn't dressed very warm. No, like she didn't have like wouldn't you wear like a snow bib at that point at the very least? You'd have like I three would. different layers on under your jacket. You'd be wearing like four pairs of pants, galoshes. You'd be wearing everything. There's no way you're going out and just like my jeans and my cute little Abercrombie vest. Like you're not yeah. doing that. <laughs> no way. No way. Okay. See, yeah. I, I don't even, uh, I don't even own a snow bib. I've never even been in the same room as a snow bib. And even I know she's not wearing that in the boys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like she would try to wear that because there's definitely that time in like your teenage years where you're like it's not that cold and there's like all the boys <laughs> wearing like those like basketball shorts in the middle of winter yes. and you're like it's negative 20 like let's calm down so <laughs> <laughs> there's definitely that like teenage rebellion years where you're like I'm gonna look cute instead of being warm but I don't think the parents would allow it I don't think a parent would allow you to go out in the middle of a blizzard but that's just me yeah. Also, she wasn't wearing that many layers. So like, why was she not running faster from Krampus? Like you weren't wearing a lot, girl. You need to pick up the pace because <laughs> if you were in like a marshmallow suit, I could understand why you were so slow, but like go. <laughs> also parallel. She was running parallel to him. Yeah. The entire yeah. time, like perpendicular, run away yeah. from him. Away. But that I kind of get because she was trying to run home. You know what I mean? Like when you're a kid, you're like, oh, that's safe. Like I'm going to get to my parents. You're not thinking like, oh, I'm going to run as far away as possible. And also I think think that shot, like, I don't even know if she knew he was up there. Did she? Did she look? I feel like she did. And that's why she was freaking out. Yeah. I would be like, that's why she was hiding under the car. Yeah. And I would run through people's backyards. Like if this is my neighborhood, I know how to the fastest route home. That isn't just a main road. Like you go through Mm -hmm. people's yards, you know, all the shortcuts and in someone's yard, you might have a better chance of hiding than under a car. So anyway, deserve to die first. (laughs) Sucks to be Beth. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, who, Okay, this is actually a really important question. Who wins in a fight, Krampus or Kevin McAllister? (laughs) (laughs) Think about it. (laughs) Timely, because he just got his Hollywood star on the Walk of Fame yesterday. I know. I watched it at like two in the morning and like kind of teared up a little bit. I was like, oh my God, him and Brenda's song. It's so (laughs) cute. Uh, two child stars who made it out. I love it. Yeah, they're doing all right now. That's really nice yeah. to see. Yeah, but I think Kevin McAllister would kick Krampus's ass, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> that kid had balls of steel. He was scared of nothing. He's different. He's literally what they, like, that's built different. Like, yeah. we joke about being built different. Kevin <laughs> McAllister is actually him. Like, that's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, agreed. I've never seen that movie. Oh my God, Katie. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> Home Alone? You've never seen Home Alone? No. Are you okay? <laughs> we, were, we were a Christmas story family. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah, that's rough. <laughs> my mom has the lamp in her window 24-7. <laughs> all year round. It's for The full size. <laughs> I should oh. watch it though. Yeah, you and Steph can start a Christmas movies podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be so obnoxious. I'd be sitting here like, did you love it? <laughs> For every single one. I love Christmas movies. That's just one that has escaped me somehow. I don't know how. Oh. 
you'll have the best time i promise yeah it holds up for sure and two is good too the second one is also really really good oh okay one of the few sequels that's actually just as good as the original is Catherine o'hara in it as well yeah yeah i mean and they leave him home alone twice they leave him so it's mostly just him (laughs) yeah (laughs) iconic the second one made me afraid of airports for a really long time so (laughs) i was afraid i was gonna get the airport he gets lost in the airport and gets on the wrong plane. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So I was it's afraid for too. Lost yeah. in New York. Lost in New York. <laughs> <laughs> a horror movie. It was yeah. to me at eight years old. <laughs> I almost had that though. I went, I went back to visit my family and I got off the plane and I had just completely forgotten the fact that they were redoing the kansas city airport and that's where i was flying into and i walked off the plane and i was like oh my god like i home alone too like I, this is not <laughs> where i'm supposed to be how did they let me get on this plane and so i feel that fear because i had it for like a good 30 seconds before i realized this is just the new airport <laughs> oh truly so scary and i don't know what i was afraid of because by the time I was on planes, it was after 9-11. So like they were checking your boarding pass before you got on anything. You were not going to get on a random plane. No, it's really, it's a lot harder to get on a plane you're not <laughs> supposed to be on now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, the, so in the movie, there's like two fan theories about the ending and what it means. And I need to know which side you guys are on. <laughs> so one, people think that the Engels and their family are trapped in a snow globe and like condemned to repeat Christmas forever in Krampus's lounge. Okay. Two, they were given a second chance and the snow globe scene at the end is just his way of watching over you to make sure you don't lose your Christmas spirit again. <laughs> Michael Doherty's refused to say which one's correct. So I want to know which one you guys think is true. I feel like the fact that there was such a dreamy filter over Mm. it at the beginning lends itself a little bit to the first one that they're like not in reality anymore and they just live in the snow globe. But I also kind of like the idea that Krampus just like comes around and like looks at all his little snow globes Mm -hmm. and it's just like, "Mm, naughty, time to break it. (laughs) The the Wikipedia article spells out one of those pretty explicitly and it's the second Mm -hmm. one. It's that they get a second chance. Um, But I I do agree with like the, the like dreamy filter that the ultimate punishment for them would be to have to relive that day over and over again. Yeah. That's their hell. They went to hell. Yeah. I definitely, this is one where I, I like both a lot, like both theories. I think I would be fine with, but I do think I kind of like, like Steph said that he's like giving him a second chance (laughs) (laughs) as long as you're good. But I I do kind of like that because I think, like a lot of the movie was about Max kind of correcting the grandma's mistakes. So I'm like, they would kind of suck if he like realized that, you know, he did something wrong and tried to fix it and still was punished for eternity. I like to believe people can change. 
it's definitely the more hopeful ending yeah yeah for sure yeah also the mom alludes to max's noodle incident (laughs) yes and they never elaborate on it like what happened what was the noodle incident (laughs) so i also was like what is this noodle incident (laughs) can i find out any fan theories apparently they just stole it from calvin and hobbs like that's Mm an ongoing joke in the calvin and hobbs comic strip about like the noodle incident but they never explained it and so they're like oh wouldn't it be funny if we just put in a noodle incident (laughs) and never told us so spend the rest of my life thinking about what the noodle incident is (laughs) I gotta know (laughs) the kid has such a like genuine reaction to the mom saying that too or the dad being like what what noodle incident like he just has this like cute little like smirk on his face um so yeah that that bothered me I really wanted to know what it was (laughs) Yeah. He was such a cutie pie of a kid. And then I also love that he could fight. That was my favorite bit. Yes. It's like, he's so adorable. And then he's like, bring on, come on, let's go. Like, let's, yeah. let's fight. Oh, square up for sure. Square up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was very cute. His little like curly hair. Oh, yeah. So cute. Yeah. They did a really good job casting, I think. Um unfortunately for some of the kids I think because they they were in some very like bullyable casting types yes. um, but yeah they did a really good job the only ones that I think I didn't believe are related were the two sisters was Sarah and uh Linda the moms mm-hmm. they were the only two because they were supposed to be related but I was like you guys don't look alike but I felt like the families all like the kids and the parents looked really like well put together but when they when the Linda and whoever Howard I think is the husband when they Mm -hmm. came in I was like okay who are you related to (laughs) like who (laughs) who which one of them because I can't figure it out and then they were like oh they're sisters and I was like are you sure (laughs) yeah well Beth I think Beth and Stevie Mm -hmm. I think are are Mm -hmm. actually related yeah they're sisters in real life that's cool yeah Mm -hmm. they play cousins in the movie Mm mm-hmm so that's kind of funny. Yeah. yeah. Which one would you rather play? Beth or Stevie? Yeah, because I'm like, Stevie's the more like, like, I feel like you're, the kids in your class would watch the movie and be like, oh, you're, you're Stevie, tough girl. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's Beth's what I'm like saying. the cute one, but also best in it for like three minutes. So. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying is like, when they casted this, they did a really good job picking kids for like the part that they were going to play. But like, can you imagine being that kid and like having been picked for that part? Yeah. That's when, that's one thing I don't like about like, like stereotypes in movies is mm-hmm. like, you had to play that stereotype and like you were picked for a reason, which is like, Bleh. yeah. Yeah. I forgot the question though. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Who you'd rather play? Oh. Who's the coldest often? Probably Stevie. <laughs> I feel like Beth was more likable. Like I didn't have a problem yeah. with her character. So yeah. I feel like she was likable. She dies. It's easy. I also don't think that I could ever get cast as a Stevie character. Like I'm not big enough to like look like I could wrestle someone. Like <laughs> no one would believe me. Yeah. You can't really tell on camera. Well, you can, but. 
she stands up. She's about the same height. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like five, two, five, three. It would not work. No one would believe me. <laughs> five, three, hundred pounds soaking wet. <laughs> She's a little guy. <laughs> Just a little guy. Who would you play? Me? Cassidy. Yeah. I think I'm more of a Stevie type. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm tough. <laughs> yeah. I'm I feel like that. I feel that. Taller than <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Cassidy would wrestle and knock someone's tooth out and be like, ooh, for my mantle. <laughs> Her mantle of teeth. I do have a tooth collection. <laughs> Only one real, though. Only one. But for I'm now. Get more. <laughs> for now. <laughs> for now. I promised her all of my kids' teeth. Oh, that's so kind of you. Yeah. Uh, what am I going to do with them? That's fair. Some people keep them and I'm like, I don't think I need my child's teeth in my house. Like that's kind of weird. Yeah. If somebody else has a better use for them, more power to them. Yeah. You know what, Cassidy, I'll mail you his teeth as well. I'll mail you my kid's (laughs) teeth. (laughs) You can take them. Just collecting eight-year-old's teeth from around the world. (laughs) Yeah. I think it makes it infinitely more creepy if they're children's. (laughs) (laughs) How old are you when you lose your teeth? Like eight, right? Uh. I'd be younger than that. Yeah, my niece is losing hers at four. A couple of hers. Four. Wow. My kid's four. Oh, six to eight. Six to eight is yeah average general. Yeah. Okay. Um, Makes sense. Oh my gosh, crazy. I know when I like moved away from my mom, she was like, "Oh, do you want your childhood teeth?" (laughs) And I was like, "No. Why would I want teeth?" And now I'm like, "Idiot." (laughs) 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 Did you throw them away? Yeah, they're gone. <laughs> oh no. I'd be like, you kept them this long. Like, just hold on to them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um back One. to the movie that we watched. <laughs> yeah. Um, can I, I can I tell a really fun fact that I found about Absolutely. um like the just the production as a whole? Yes. Um most of this was done on a sound stage, like 95% of it. Um, which means not a lot of it was shot outside. A lot of the houses were um, just digital. And a lot of them were, were recreated after like 80s movies. Um, houses, houses in 80s movies. Uh, but the coolest thing that, that, the thing that I thought was the coolest was the breath of like the cold breath was created by um, just people, random stand-ins standing in a freezer saying the lines that the actors and actresses would then go and say they recorded that and then they like cgi like digitally removed the breath that they were creating and put that over the actors and actresses in post oh that's that's so much yeah that's yeah job they had to record (laughs) them they basically had to record the entire movie twice yeah like you're in the the breath but you have to be the cold one because we need your mm-hmm. breath. Yes. That's just just go somewhere cold to record. Like just yeah. just record the movie somewhere cold. Outside. I'm sorry. Like go outside. <laughs> also, it's on a sound stage. Like you can control the temperature. Just yeah. Colder. Make it cold. <laughs> yeah. But I think I think oh. there is something to say about the like ethics of it. You can yeah. wear as the person that is not acting, you can wear whatever you want in a freezer. That's when it's true. just your breath that's being digitally removed and then put over somebody else's face, you know what I mean? So yeah. they were probably comfy drinking hot chocolate, not 
as cold as maybe the actors and actresses would have been if they were recording in the middle of Nantucket in December. I also <laughs> wonder if there were like child labor laws where they couldn't have the kids outside mm. and where it's cold enough to see their breath. So I wonder if that also yeah. contributed. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Working with kids can be. Yeah, like the adults F them. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, fuck sure. them adults. <laughs> <laughs> um, but actually on that note, because I think in the DVD commentary, they were talking about how the scene of Howie Jr. sipping a drink of like the spiked hot chocolate, they flagged that because they were like, this might get us a bad rating because this is a kid essentially drinking alcohol, right? Like yeah. it's spiked. And they were just like, oh, okay, but it's okay to show him getting swallowed by a clown monster. Like that's fine. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, one of those is distinctly not like the other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> showing him get ripped apart is a little bit worse (laughs) another thing that they really didn't like apparently in like editing and and getting it published essentially was that the baby cried too often they didn't like how often the the baby (laughs) cried so they (laughs) they had to dial that back a little bit (laughs) if i was a producer i'd be like let's let's tone that back a little bit (laughs) But it was it was for the tone of it, not because it was annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think babies in general, when they cry in movies, tend to elicit more of like a serious response from people. So yeah. maybe that's where it was like, ah, it can't be funny if the baby is making us feel like, wow, this is probably bad. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think there's also like a subset of people who will watch a movie and be like, how did they get the baby to cry? And it's like, babe, they just do that like all the time. Like it's not that hard. (laughs) Yeah. You look at a baby wrong. (laughs) They'll cry. They wait for it to cry and they start recording. Right. Like it it takes 10 seconds. Yeah. There's a lot of ethically questionable things that happen in the movie (laughs) industry. I don't think babies crying on screen is one of them. (laughs) Yeah. 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 That's their state of being. Um... (laughs) Also, though, this movie kind of made me want to watch both Shrek because of the talking gingerbread men and also Tremors. Oh, you know how I feel about Tremors. I do because I feel the same way. (laughs) I I don't even consider Tremors a horror movie. Like that movie is a comfort film. Like it's Kevin Bacon fighting earthworms from space. Everything to me. Yeah. It is without a doubt kevin bacon's best film best film. i'm <laughs> sorry we'll watch too. <laughs> never <laughs> never heard of it never heard of it <laughs> i've seen tremors like i'm not even joking like 95 times yeah it's so special to me yeah i watched that as a kid a lot grew up and was like oh wow it holds up <laughs> it really does <laughs> so good i haven't seen it okay, i think you would well, like you it know. Yeah, you would really enjoy it. It's it's gonna change your life. Yeah, I cannot wait. I cannot it's wait. It's Kevin Bacon, Reba McIntyre. It's <laughs> what? It's everything. Oh my god. Reba plays oh, the best fuck. character in the movie. She plays the best character. Oh, she's <sighs> she's that bitch. <laughs> she's a single mom who works two jobs, who loves her kids and never stops. <laughs> oh my god, I cannot wait. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely on the list. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
I will be tuning in to that episode (laughs) so intently. Um, I mean, I think I already know the answer, but like, how scary did you guys think it was? (laughs) (laughs) On a scale of one to five, a one. Yeah. Yeah, it's a one. It is a one. Yeah. That's scary. What's really scary is losing the Christmas spirit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> yeah. How how sexy did you think it was? I gave it a two. Oh. <laughs> was that <laughs> low or high? The tongue? It- the tongue? Is it the tongue? I'm not <laughs> saying I would smash crimps. <laughs> I think you nope, are. That's exactly what I would. I'm not I shocked. I'm not shocked. <laughs> I I went into this movie. So another episode that we're doing kind of down the line is Baba Duke. Yeah. And I got my wires crossed and I went into this movie thinking that Krampus was a gay icon. He can I mean, be. he is. Honestly, <laughs> I see it. Yeah. I see it. Um, I also gave it a two. Oh yeah. yeah, look at that. I would give it a two because I love his fit. <laughs> it's yes. just it's it's giving, you know, like he can yeah. do like the shoulder thing with it, you know. Ooh, yeah. yeah, the cape. It's look. like mysterious. Yeah. He's wearing a mask a little bit. Yeah. It's like, what's under there? Yeah. I'll find <laughs> out. <laughs> Phantom of the opera. Like, I want to see what's under. Show me the face. <laughs> it's a giraffe tongue. Spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> Could be worse. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm not mad about it. Oh, okay. How fucked up. It wasn't real. I mean, like one. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't find it super, fu- like, yeah, super fucked up. It was just a lot of animated toys for the most part. And I'm like, I mean, I've seen The Nightmare Before Christmas and it's the same vibe where you're just getting attacked by your toys. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. I might've given it a 1.5 for the nail gun scene. If it weren't gingerbread oh. men shooting the nail gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it gets yeah. eaten by the dog. Like that's not, <laughs> yeah, it's not super terrible. No. Yeah. I agree. I gave it a one as well. I, it's just, it's, it's a silly goofy time. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> so fun. <laughs> All right. Overall. Okay. Overall. Steph should go first. <gasps> okay. Oh, okay. So is this like my summary of all my scores that I've given so far or just like how I feel? This is like overall how you feel about the movie. One to five. One to five. One to five. What this is, is your three? I could score? watch this again for Christmas. This is a three. <laughs> yeah. I like it. It's fresh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Certified. Certified fresh. Certified fresh. <laughs> yeah. I could watch this for Christmas. I really could. I understand the people on Reddit now. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Katie? I also gave it a three. Nice. Yeah. It's so fun. It's just a fun, cute little romp. Yeah. Guys. Did you give it a three? I can't believe this. (laughs) (laughs) I gave it a three. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Threes across the board. We're like acting like it's like (laughs) tens. No, but I agree. I think it's just super fun. It's like, it, it's literally just a fun time. Like it, it's yeah, not, it really doesn't is. have to be hereditary. Like it's yeah. just a fun movie. No. 
And I think you get some friends together. You drink some mold wine. You're going to have a great time watching this yeah. movie. Just don't take it seriously. It's silly, goofy. It's a good time. Yeah. 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 100%. Yeah. Totally. All right. Well, now it's the most important question of the entire podcast. And that is, would you survive this situation? Yeah, because I'm not going to lose the Christmas spirit. So Krampus isn't even going to show up at my house. <laughs> Freaking November 1st, jingle bells, bitch. Like it's time. <laughs> like, no. So That's yeah, true. I think I, I would survive just because he would never think to come to my house. I, you know what? I can actually support that. I, a world in which <laughs> Steph loses the Christmas spirit is not a world I know. So. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Katie? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm living. Yeah. <laughs> I also enjoy the Christmas spirit. Um, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a November 1st girly. I'm a <laughs> December 1st girly. Um, but December 1st hits and I'm boss of the wall. Christmas. Hell yeah. Cassidy. <laughs> I am not a Christmas miracle. <laughs> I was like, she's dead. She's in the fiery pit. She's no, dead. <laughs> but here's, here's my thing though. I think I could still live because let's say I invite Krampus on accident. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> I was like, is it an accident? <laughs> I do think I would take Max's route though. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But like, I think I would take his, like, if all you need is for me to have the Christmas spirit again, like, yeah. And also if my entire family's in danger and I think the, the way to save them is I'm going way before Max did. As soon as Krampus comes in, I'm like, Hey, I did it. Take me. Like, I'm so sorry. Just kidding. Was a joke. Yeah. Aww. So I think I could, I think I could manage the situation. And really, if you if you think about it in the way of they got a second chance, no one even dies. So pretty survivable movie. Yeah. <laughs> since since your family is the only family that's being visited by Krampus, who in your family dies first? Oh. Is it it's like my extended family? There's a lot of us motherfuckers. <laughs> <like this. laughs> um probably, yeah. Oh, that's hard though. Cause I feel like the first person is like the person who like wanders off on their own. It's your sister. Uh, you know <laughs> what? I was gonna think. <laughs> but also because my sister's kind of a skeptic like me. So she would absolutely be like a wanderer. <laughs> Especially if her husband wasn't there. Like let's yeah. say it's her boyfriend and they're not married. Yeah, she would absolutely be like, I'm gonna go visit Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say she I feel like I've never like physically met her but I feel like from everything you've ever told me about her that she would absolutely be like you know what I'm gonna go check on him and you'd never see her again yeah yeah sorry <laughs> rip wait does that make your mom Tony Collette obviously <laughs> yeah, I love that I do kind of have an uncle like Howard. So this is... Everybody has an uncle. Everyone like does. That's true. <laughs> All right. I like it. Typically, Katie predicts next week's movie, but we had to film out of order. So she's already seen it. So, yay. Let's do that. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> I hate predicting the movies 
Puts you me do on it the spot. though. Well, though. Thank you, you know it's coming every time. You could have plots written out for every movie on our list. But that's no fun. <laughs> that's no fun. <laughs> um. All right. Well, that's kind of everything. Thank you for picking this movie. I think it's fun. I know some people think it's rotten, but whatever. Yeah, fuck them. In a better mood. Like, I don't know what's wrong with you. Just have a yeah, good time. Yeah, we can't help their bad taste. Exactly. Seriously. Um, but yeah, this is such a fun movie. It's definitely like, get it gets you into the holiday spirit. So Krampus won't be visiting me this year, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> he had the opposite effect. Yeah. <laughs> um, and thank you so much for being here, for for yeah. being willing to celebrate our 50th episode with us. And, and we're blessed to have you on. And oh, thank, thank you. you. That is so nice. And I'm so happy to have joined after listening for so long. And yeah, yeah. I'm so excited for you guys, your 50th episode. Yay. Yay. Fun time party. So old. <laughs> All right. Cool. Well, take us home, Katie. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> we got to work on that outro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't have one. I just say bye really loudly. I'll <laughs> <laughs> fix it if it ain't broke. <laughs> Nobody's complained. All right. Well, that wraps it up for today. If there are any movies you'd like to hear us talk about or you'd like to traumatize me with, please let us know in the comments or shoot us a DM on our socials at Killer Cuties Podcast. Thank you all so much for listening and supporting us for the last 50 episodes. Next week, we'll be diving into Hulu's Into the Dark series with New Year, New You. We hope everyone has a happy holidays and we hope to see you then. Bye.